uh, 34. And as you turn your Bibles there, let us look to the Lord real as we need his blessing on his word on this morning. So, Father, we just thank you right now for who you are. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, that you are an awesome and a mighty God. We thank you, God, that you are our God, that you loved us with an everlasting love, Lord God, that you did not leave us where we were. But because of your great love for us, Lord God, that you have called us, you have drawn us, and you have brought us out of the darkness, Lord God, into the marvelous light. So right now, Lord, as your children, the children of light, Lord God, I pray that you will speak to our hearts, Lord. Break the bread of life with us on this morning, Lord God. Feed us until we won't no more, Lord God. Feed us with the, the bread from heaven, Lord God, that will touch and nourish our souls, oh Lord God, that will help us, that will draw us and bring us out of labor, Lord God, but and move us into striving, Lord God. And as one said, spoke to me this morning, that labor speaks of aches, moaning, and, and, and uh, having to press through pain, uh, but striving, Lord God, is, is, is the thought of it is, is like us acquiring our new house and, 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 and then we, we, we work diligently on the things that we want to do. We strive on fixing up our new house. So that comes with, with a whole nother connotation. One comes with, with aches and pains and an and, and a, a, a attitude of, of, of not really wanting to do it. And the other one, you know, even though it's work. Boy, we are excited to strive and press through to do the work, Lord God. So speak to us, Lord God. I pray that every heart is open right now. Lord God, that secret place in our heart, Lord God, I pray that we will open it unto you, Lord God, that you may touch it in such a special way, Lord God, that it will change us. Hallelujah. That it will rearrange us, Lord God, in this 2020, Lord God, that it will allow us to never be the same, Lord God, as we move forward in you. So we give you all praise. We give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. I just wanted to, um, to begin, you know, obviously, the known thing is, is that today is a special day. It's not, uh, for me, it's not special, but for one reason and one reason only. And that is because this is the day, the only day that God has given us. He's given us another day, and for that, it's special. And, and the thing about it is when we understand the days being special because it's the day that God has given us, then what happens is it's not only today, but if we have tomorrow, glory be to God, then it will be just as special. You know, uh, so the thing about today for me, and I just want to share this with you guys, is that uh, as yes, it is the first Sunday, glory be to God, of this new year. Hallelujah. Well, actually, let me back up. It's the first Sunday of the month, right? Then now, yes, it is the first Sunday of the year, glory be to God. 
And then someone brought it to my attention earlier this morning also that this is the first Sunday of the decade. In there, come on somebody. That we are starting a new decade and this is the first Sunday. So there's some, it, it is special, you know, in so many different ways. But the baseline and the bottom line of the specialty of this day is that this is the day that the Lord have made and is one that he has given unto us. See, come on, right there we ought to be able to clap our hands, my friends. This is the day that he has given unto us. And it does deserve a, a mighty praise because I can tell you this for sure. For sure I can tell you this, that it was somebody yesterday, that had yesterday that did not see today. See, if you got up like I did this morning and, and you know, I watched the news and they told me about somebody that didn't make it through the night, my friend. Hallelujah. So glory be to God for this day, my friends. Hallelujah. In there. And, and with that being said, you know, I just wonder if it's anybody here with me on today that realize how blessed we are. You know, I, I was thinking about that well, through the night and certainly all through the morning. And, and, and God is just so good. Do you know that God is good in there? And God is, is not just good because he woke us up this morning and he did. And he's good because of that. But he's not just good because of that. He's not just good because of the, all that he's given us. You know, in there, he's not just good because some of us are living our best life at this time. Glory be to God. God is good because of who he is. God is good because of who he is despite anything in of myself, you, you see, or, or of ourselves. And in, in, in order to, to, sometimes we have to go through a process to, to, to understand, you know, that God is good. Uh, more than because of what he's done for me, you know, and he's done much and he is good because of that. So don't understand it. But God is much is good, much uh, further than that. And, and, and before that, glory be to God. And sometimes we have to go through a process. So what God was doing with me is he was reminding me and he made brought back to my memories, you know, not just what he uh, uh, how good he is for me today, because you know, I'm living my best life or, or, or I'm in a reasonable amount of health and, and for all that is done today. But he had to remind me of how he brought me out. He had to take me back some years in, in how he has delivered me. Come on, somebody. He had to remind me, you know, and, 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 I, and I imagine uh, and I'm just saying this because I hope that each and every one of on this journey with me right now of the, of the goodness of God it ain't just because of today God has been good and he's been good to us for a mighty long time my friends because some of you uh, know the deliverance some of you know the, the sick bed that he's brought you off of some of you know the, the, the major surgeries that he's seen you through some of you know the addictions that he has delivered you come on somebody from and today my friends because of the goodness of God he deserves all of our praise and all of our glory my friend if you are here today and you know that God is good more than just today that you know that he's been good won't you stand on your feet with me right here for just a second 
Oh, so we got a few people in here that knows that God is good. And he's been good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we stand before you, Lord God. In unison and on one accord, Lord God. To declare our praise and worship unto you. For you are good. For you are good. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. I just needed to know that I wasn't here by myself uh, in there, and I'm so glad, I'm so glad to know that, there, that all of us truly understand how good God is in there. And with that being said, that is the title of the message, and that is God is good, that God is good. And with the title of the message comes a question, and that question is, is now that we understand and know that God is good, the question is, what is or what will be your response to God's goodness? What is our response to God's goodness? See, because just as it's been demonstrated and it's been said and not just said, because I know that in the moments, just in that few moments right there, that God was touching the bottom of your heart. God was bringing back to your memories for some of us some, some things that, that really makes us understand and, and, and not only understand, but that made us in touch right there in that moment. In this moment, in the true touch, like, like God, like the presence of God is real and is live and, and, you, and you touched, he touched you in a place to know how good he is through something and all that he's brought you through in there. And from that place, then the question is, is what is our response? What will be your response to God's goodness in this new beginning. See, because, uh, oh, I didn't want to uh, forget about the fact that, yes, we are starting a new year, glory be to God. And, yes, it is today the first uh, Sunday of the month, glory be to God. And, yes, it is the first Sunday of the year. And, yes, it is the first Sunday of a, of a decade. But the thing about uh, this first Sunday God wants to remind us is, is that this being the first Sunday, uh, it's a new beginning my friend it's a start where we have the opportunity to start again I won't even say start all over but start again and that's the beautiful thing uh, when, God, when, when God is putting before you and, and, and he's cleaning the slate and he's saying now you get to start again so we ain't talking about a new year's resolution my friend when we're talking about uh what we're talking about is a beginning, a new beginning, a start over. So no, we, uh, there, and there is a separation that God wants to speak to our hearts right now because as uh, in him asking us the question is what will be your response? See, because you already know that I'm good, God says. But what is your response? And God is calling for a response in 2020, my friend. See, last year and the years before, you know, uh, he may not have charged you, or at least in the way that you heard, for a response. But God 
is calling for a response to, for those of, 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 uh, of us that know that he is good. Those of us that uh, have given our lives over to him and accepted salvation. Those of us that have hope that when we leave this place that we are headed for uh, in the presence of God, that we have eternal life uh, to look forward to. Come on, somebody. And I just got a feeling that, that that's uh, the most of us, if not all of us in this place, that we know that we have hope as we have believed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That when we leave this place, that we want, expect, and hope to be in the presence of God. And if that is you, my friend, as we've entered into 2020, let me be the spokesman if I have to be the spokesman that God uses to speak to your heart, my friend, that he is calling us. And I didn't say you, but he's calling us. Somebody say us. See, because us mean you and me. He is calling us to an awareness. And he is calling us for a response. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we've lived, you know, with the expectation, the hope of being in eternity with them. But not all of us have heard the, uh, the question or the call for a response from God. You know, and it's just funny because the thing about it is, is that uh, each and every one of us, and I hear this, uh, you know, not just for those of us that is in here, but for throughout the 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 church meaning the the believers as a whole all over the world that we know that God is good we say that God is good and we and because he's good we have so many expectations and i get that i get that but god is saying now he's looking for a response to his goodness See, in Psalms 34, in verse 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And then he goes on to say, Blessed is the man who trusts in him. See, blessed is the man who knows that the, who has tasted that the Lord is good. See, and I believe that he, that's each and every one of us. That we, because every one of us that stood on our feet, every one of us in the depths of our own heart know that the Lord, that God is good. And because you know that God is good, then guess who you are? Blessed. You are the blessed man. And this man means, is the man uh, that, that, that was created back in Genesis way before God ever made uh, the form, the body of Adam. The Bible says that God created mankind, man, both male and female, before he even formed Adam, he made mankind, which is male and female. So this includes all of us, my friend. You are blessed. Blessed man is, who, is the one who knows and have tasted the goodness of the Lord and therefore put his trust in him. 
back up to verse one of the same Psalms and it says, now since we know, since you know who you are, the blessed man, then we ought to have a response. See, the blessed man has a response for the Lord. See, the blessed man, in, in verse one, it gives the response. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. See, this is the response of the blessed man that God is calling for in 2020, my friend. And it may not been, my, I may not have blessed him like I should have in 2019, but guess what? The good news is, is that this year, my friend, this is 2020 and everything starts anew. That we can start all over again. This is some good news, my friend. He says that I will bless the Lord. So I challenge each and every one of us to, to give God the response. Because, you know, we call on God all the time. And, and we need God to do so much for us. But the question now is God is calling back. Hallelujah. And he's saying, now, you know, because you can depend on me, you call me and I show up. But now that I am returning the call, the question is, is when you show up? You that have hope of being in eternity with me. And that hope comes from, the place, uh, from a beautiful place. Where do your hope come from of spending eternity with God? Your hope comes from his promise. And, and the promise that God has made is the, the Bible describes it in Romans that he is faithful to keep it. See, our hope comes from a definite. And as we have given our lives and, and, uh, and, and put our faith in, in trust in Christ Jesus as the way unto the Father, the one door. Come on, somebody. Then God is the one that have extended our salvation from that place. And you can best believe that he is faithful to keep it. Ain't that good news that our, our, our salvation ain't in our keeping power? See, I know some of us, you know, the thing about it is, is through church, we do the religion of church. See, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell y'all, especially y'all from Indianapolis, that we don't do religion here. We do uh, relationship. We do fellowship, glory be to God, in the presence of the almighty God. So you can relax and you can praise God in this place because ain't nothing religious about what's going to happen in this place. We're just going to relax and allow God to be able to touch us, you know, in a place that is deep in our souls, my friend, that will change us. Hallelujah. So many places you can go to church and, and you can you feel so uncomfortable, you're scared to even move in your seat. You know, in there. That's not God. No, God wants to touch you in your seat. And when he touches you, you might get to squirming a little bit because he's going to touch you in a way like, because he, he, he wants some stuff to happen. He wants change to come about, glory be to God. He wants understanding to come about. And this is what he's talking to us about today, my friend. Is that as the children of the Most High God, as the one 
and has a, a, a reservation, as, as Peter says it in the book of First Peter. Uh, we're talking about this reservation, that the reservation, uh, Henry, that, that, that God gives when we accept Jesus as, his, as Lord and, and Savior of our life, and when we make that commitment unto him, the reservation that he makes is not kept by how good you is, it's kept by how good he, 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 he and his son was. Glory be to God. And that is good news, my friend, because for most of us, we would be in trouble if we had to keep our salvation once God gave it to us. If we had to be, the, if we had to be good enough to keep it. Because we all fall down. See, and for, if we had to be the one to keep it, none of us could get back up. Look at verse 2. As he says again, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. See, there's a reason that we need to bless the Lord. There's a reason why his praise needs to continually be in our mouths. It says, now, verse 2, my soul shall make a boast in the Lord. See, we need to bless the Lord. We need to praise him continually that our soul, see, I ain't talking, see, your soul ain't just your mouth. Your soul ain't just your, your, your thoughts. Your soul is that which is deep on the inside. It's your inner man. Come on, somebody. See, and God is looking for a praise from our inner man. There's many that can do lip service. But which one of us will praise him with our whole heart? From the depths of our soul, God is, is, is making appeal to our souls because that is what he has made a reservation for, is your soul. He has saved your soul. Come on, somebody say it with me. He has saved my soul. That's what God said. And that is what God wants to be connected with. That's what we need to, him to be connected with. That's why we sing the song, if we, if we realize that we can do nothing without him. You remember the song we just sung? It says, I can't walk without you. Do you understand that you can't walk without God? Do you understand what it, it says that I can't talk without you? I can't live without you, Lord. And this is not, see, many of us sing the song, you know, and we sing it, because uh, that can be interpreted two ways. We sing it from the, oh, uh, as though I can't live without you, or I can't talk without you, or I can't walk without you. It's something that you can't do. That's not what it's saying, my friend. What it's saying is that you can't talk without God. Not based on your desire, but based on his supply. If he didn't let you talk, then you can't talk. That's what it's saying, my friends. If he didn't let you live, then you cannot live. See, some of us think when we sing the song, oh, I can't live without you, is that, or as though we could have life and as though it's, it's a choice. You know, and, and while that may be true on another side, that's not what this is talking about. It's deeper than that. See, because when your soul is connected to God, then what you realize is that I cannot live unless you let me live, Lord. I could not be talking unless you let me talk, Lord. And then we see a value that is much more because what we see is, is that we have, that if it was not for the Lord, 
where would I be? See, and there's people right now, my friends, that truly understand what I just said. See, because there's, there's one, a loved one of mine that's in Fort Wayne, Indiana right now, and, and, and she, you, she was vibrant one day and can't walk today. She understands what I'm talking about. She understands very well that I can't walk without you, Lord. That if you don't let me walk, that these legs is not walk. And it's so easy for us to take for granted that we woke up this morning that we still can talk. We don't even think about the fact that we can't, that, that, that what if I couldn't talk? Or if it was not for God, then uh, I wouldn't be able to talk right now. We don't even think about it. We wake up in the morning, we uh, turn off that bed and, and put our and feet, hit the ground. And do, before we even have a thought, taking off to the bathroom or whatever, we ain't even thought about, did God give me permission to walk this morning? We just took it for granted. We just took it for granted. We just took it for granted, my friends. But the truth of the matter is, is that we could not walk or talk or live without him. And as we respond to the goodness of God, then this is, it don't not only, you know, it ain't, it don't only bless God, but it reassures you. It reroutes you, should I say, because when you respond to God, because God is already good, but when we respond to God's goodness, it reroutes us. It actually sets us in a foundation, my friend, that reassures us, that reminds us, that, 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 uh, that will bring forth when you, turn off that bed in the morning, it'll bring to your memories right away, man, uh, is, is God going to let me walk today? And when I realize that God is going to let me walk today, then what going to come forth? A praise! Hallelujah! It only, that's the only response to when we know the goodness of the Lord. That's why the psalmist says, I will bless the Lord at all times. My, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And if you look down to verse 3, it says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. If you know this, would you magnify the Lord with me? Come on, somebody. I need a witness in this place. Hallelujah. And let us exalt him together. Hallelujah. See, it's something about exalting where two or more has this understanding glory be to God we know that the presence of the Lord is there come on somebody and it blesses the name of the Lord hallelujah God is so good to us my friend and he's been good for a long time he was good before we even knew that he was good he was good when he created man but he was he, he was gooder somebody say gooder 
When man fell, as soon as Adam messed up, God was gooder because as soon as man fell, God became gooder because he, already became, he instantly put in a plan of salvation, a plan of redemption. Oh, I got to send my son now, my only begotten son, that he did not hesitate. He became gooder. Glory be to God. See, and this is why the word of God says to us that there is none good. No, not one. In Psalm six, uh, 116, it says, I love the Lord because he heard my voice and my supplication. Therefore, I will call upon him and live long. The word of God tells us that God is good and his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures forever, my friend. And he is looking at when we understand that, that God is good. Somebody say it with me. God is good. And his mercy endures forever. See, when we truly know the goodness of the Lord and that his mercy endures forever. See, forever, uh, his mercy endures forever. Uh, it speaks to a time, not only a time that's going forward, but it speaks of a time that goes all the way backwards. So just like you can think of, uh, of the eternity going forward, there's eternity going backwards and we can't find the beginning of how good God is and his mercy, we can't find the beginning of his mercy. That's awesome. And he has that for you and for me. And I love it because God, when he knocks on the door of our heart, when we know him like this, when, when, when the revelation touches our soul, my friend, and this is essential as we have a new beginning. Somebody say new beginning. And thank God for new beginnings, my friend. Because for, for me and for most of us, I know that we needed a new beginning. We, do you realize that you needed to, a start, a new start? That we, we, see, we, thank God that the year begins again because we need a new beginning. We thank God and we trust God and we know that he brought us to everything. But when we can start over, then we can make some adjustments, my friend. And God is calling for each and every one of us as his dear children. Will you make the adjustment? And you realizing and knowing and having no doubt that I am good, God says. You know that I'm good. I've demonstrated my goodness. And he said, I'm, in 2020, I'm just calling for a response from this day forward. I need you to respond to my goodness. See, and some of us, we have more time behind us than we do in front of us. So it's high time that we respond to God's goodness. It's high time that we respond to his goodness. 
See, God is, is, is good and he's been good. And, and, and some of us know, I won't say some of us, all of us know that God was good even when we was not even thinking about him. God has been good when we didn't turn our back on him deliberately. God has been good when we even call ourselves being mad at him. Crazy as that may sound talking about the almighty God. We're talking about the creator of all things and you're going to talk about you mad. Now, I could be mad at you. you. You might be able to beat me up, but you might not. I might be able to beat you up, but you're talking about the creator of all things. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You bad for real. Bad in the head. Yo, so, but God has been good and he's continued to be good through all of that, through all of our ups and downs. And as we continue on this journey and get closer, because, you know, the Bible says that it's appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. All right, we have, just like we have a, a birth date, we got an appointed death date, my friend. If Jesus don't come back, then you will experience, just like you experienced your birth date, which is a special day, you're going to experience your death date, which is a special day for those of us that are in Christ Jesus. See, that's not a bad day. That's not a bad day. That's a, the best day for those that are in Christ. See, the natural mind and the natural ear can't perceive what was just being said, but in the spirit. And see, and this is how, this is the reason why the Bible says in, in, in Thessalonians that we don't grieve like others. See, this is how those that, that, that are in Christ and have the revelation and the understanding, we don't uh, look at death the way others do. See, then we can truly understand that uh, the uh, just what uh, that bears witness with the word that we ought to mourn when one is born into the world is what the Bible says. And we ought to celebrate when one leaves this place, dies in the Lord. See, and when we truly understand that, then we know what the best date is. Is the date that we get to enter into the presence of the almighty God in there, remembering that this is not our home. We are pilgrims just passing through, my friend. And you have a date that you will leave this place because it's not your home. And where we headed to is our home, my friends. And we want to be prepared. We want to be prepared as we enter that place. And when I mean prepared, God has already, Jesus said, I'll go to prepare a place. I didn't say go and prepare a place. Jesus did that. You want to be prepared for the prepared place. And you started the preparation by giving your life over to the Lord and having him seal you for the day of redemption. Glory be to God. But what? But when we go through the judgment, is our works going to be burnt up or will they last or go through the fire? Will they be as wood and hay or will they be as silver and gold, my friend? And that is the work that he is talking about 
in his word when he says in Colossians that we as the children of God ought to be prepared for every good work. Come on, somebody. And that good work is a reference to what Minister Dakim was talking about. That is allowing God to be able to use you from one day to the next, my friend. The realizing the rest of your stay here and the value of it that we most of us then wasted so much time. Now we got to prepare. This is what Paul was talking about of uh, uh, fighting the good fight and running the race. Come on, somebody. This is what he was talking about when he talked about uh, uh, working out your own soul salvation. He wasn't talking about working to have salvation, but he's talking about working it out, my friend, allowing God to use you. And if we don't understand the value of the rest of our stay here and how as believers entering into eternity that God is going to judge the works that we did, not the sin because Jesus paid the price for sin. He's going to judge the works that you do. Did you do what I tell you to do? Was I able to use you once I gave you my reservation? Once I gave you that reservation into eternity, when you put your trust in Jesus, was I able to use you, my friend? And with that being said, my friends, today is the day for each and every one of us as we have the opportunity in starting this new year and have heard what thus saith the Lord. The Lord said, I am calling you and I'm looking for a response to my goodness and to my love. What will your response be? How are you responding to God's goodness? Are you taking advantage of God's goodness? Or are you valuing the goodness of God? That's a question that each and every one of us have to take personal because it is personal. Hebrews chapter 10, and we'll end right here. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Actually, I'll back up. To verse 23. It says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, <clears throat> not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the matter of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. The day approaching is the day that we're talking about, my friend. It's either the day, whichever comes first, the date of your departure or the day that Jesus returns through them clouds, my friend. That day is coming. So the charge here 
as we close is let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering because he is faithful. And then in the stay, in the meantime, let us consider one another in order to stir up. And in some, uh, some versions it says right there, in order to provoke one another. Let us provoke one another uh, to love, unto love. Let us provoke one another unto love. That's what this means. You know, uh, it, it provoke is a, is a provocative word right there, you know, in there because this word goes past then, you know, let us simply charge one another. But provoke means that, you know, I'm not just going or let us encourage one another into love. No, this is one that, that, that you draw, you do press, you do everything. I'm going to provoke you. I got to do whatever it's going to take to draw you into the love of God. And that is a responsibility that we have to one another. Glory be to God. And not just to his love, but to good works. So it, we have to provoke one another to the right understanding, my friend, of the rest of our stay here. We got to work while it's still day. Do you understand that? Because other than that, you're wasting the rest of your days here, my friend. And none of us want to stand before the Lord. You don't want to stand before the Lord with your, your past in your hand. And your key to your room because of the reservation he made and have no good works in the other. The only thing you got is, is, is the past. You ain't got nothing to bring to the table. Believe me, that's not going to be a good thing, my friend. Oh, like the Bible said, you'll be glad that you got in. But you're going to be disappointed that you have no crowns or, or how you got in. Because then you're going to see him for who he is. You're going to know him for who he is. And you're going to know that it was not worth wasting all of your days here. So as we start again in this new year, my friend, let us provoke one another. Let us charge one another. Let us stir up in one another, my friend, the love of God and the challenge for us to be used by God that it may produce good works. I ain't talking about being good to try to earn salvation. I'm talking about being good because you have salvation. We're talking about being used by God because you have salvation. Amen? Hallelujah. Can we give God some praise in this place? He, he loves us. His mercy is everlasting. God is good and his mercy is everlasting. So we thank you, Lord, right now for your mercy. Because without your mercy being everlasting, Oh, my God, where would we be? We would be messed up. We would be toe up is what we would be. But glory be to God that your mercy is everlasting. This will be our response, Lord God as we can hear clearly that you are calling from a response from our souls, that we will bless the Lord at all times, that his praise shall continually be in my, our mouths. Having tasted the goodness 
of the Lord. Lord, I pray that this, what you have spoken to us, don't let it just go in one ear and out the other. I pray that it touches and penetrates the hearts, Lord God, that it plants the seed, that it waters the seed, that it does whatever you need it to do, Lord God, to bring forth a change in our lives, Lord God. For each and every one of us must realize that as we are here today does not mean by no means that we will enter even until tomorrow. So, Lord, we need you right now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God.